Welcome to the podcast at thatguitarlover.com. I'm your host, Ross Chevalier. When I was in my teens, one of my friends was a fellow named Mike. Mike was a very talented musician, although our taste in music intersected somewhat rarely. We both liked Gustav Holst's The Planets, as well as Jim Croce, but Mike was more a country bluegrass aficionado, where I was more of a rock guy. I was a bit surprised when Mike asked me to come over and check out his newest instrument. In this case, a banjo. I knew of the banjo in passing, my greatest exposure having been seeing the amazing Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs guesting on the Beverly Hillbillies. When Mike got his banjo, there was a time when the United States and Canada were using different time zone settings so I could watch the Johnny Carson show without staying up until 11.30 p.m. And it was there that I saw both Roy Clark and a very young Steve Martin playing the banjo. This brought back memories of seeing Steve Martin playing banjo on the Smothers Brothers show as well. I was so impressed with the playing of these banjo players, I started to appreciate music that Mike liked and enjoyed listening to him practice Foggy Mountain Breakdown when we were hacking around at music. Time passes as it always does, and it took a while before I came back to really appreciating bluegrass-style music, first listening to the work of Tony Rice and then David Grisman when I was trying and failing to learn the mandolin. Honestly, I didn't want to learn to play mandolin bluegrass. I wanted to learn to play the Battle of Evermore, hardly bluegrass in any way. While not my musical venue, with increasing age and a cessation of caring of others' opinions, I found the music, that bluegrass music, with its honesty and incredible talent, very inspiring. I still do. This past Christmas, my daughter and wife were looking for something that I would like that I had not just gone out and bought for myself. So I suggested an entry-level banjo, and to my joyful surprise, on Christmas Day, there was a five-string banjo under the tree. While I am quite knowledgeable about guitars, I'm really a complete newbie when it comes to banjo, other than the initial role to dueling banjos and how to tune it in open G. I had asked for a five-string, because that was the only banjo that I had ever played, Mike's, and it was the banjo type that I saw in the hands of Steve Martin and the ever-incredible Earl Scruggs. My banjo is a five-string resonator type. This means that there's a resonator on the back, and that forms a resonating chamber that gathers and projects the sound out the front of the instrument. These banjos are often referred to as bluegrass banjos. Another type of banjo is the open back banjo, also known as the claw hammer type. They have no resonator, and the sound projects out the open back. Consequently, they're not quite as loud as a resonator banjo. The tuning is the same as the resonator, D, G, B, D, with the high fifth string, which is actually located above the low D string, tuned to G 
but an octave above the second string. Dolly Parton and Pete Seeger are known players of the open back style. Next in type is the tenor banjo. Instead of 22 frets, this will have 17 or 19 frets and be tuned C, G, D, A. These are very, very popular in Dixieland jazz style banjo as well as in Irish folk music. The type of banjo known as the plectrum banjo have four strings and a similar scale length to the resonator type. They are played, as the name implies, with a pick, more often than finger style, and are tuned CGBD. And these are really well suited to players who are focusing on chords. The last banjo type for consideration is the guitar banjo. It is six strings, and it's tuned like a guitar. And this allows a guitar player to use known chord forms, but to get the banjo tone. Neil Young has been known to play the guitar banjo. Interestingly, the banjo has been a popular instrument for over 100 years and appeared on stages in bands long before the guitar ever did. Just as there were mandolin orchestras, there are also banjo orchestras. Guitar players looking for inspiration or a new sound, maybe even a different feel, should consider giving the banjo a try. While pop music has embraced and then dropped the banjo again in the last decade, consider Mumford & Sons as an example, the reality is that to a banjo enthusiast, the music has never died. There are also banjo techniques such as banjo rolls that can be applied to guitar playing. Consider some of the work of Nova Scotia-based J.P. Cormier to hear how banjo styles can support and influence guitar playing. Mr. Cormier is also a superb mandolin and fiddle player, so his music can give a good overall sense of these traditional folk instruments. In addition to bluegrass and Dixieland jazz, as we've discussed, banjos also fit well into Celtic music structures. You don't have to spend a lot of money to get into a banjo. The one that I received is branded Alabama and was made in China. Yes, it needed a buffing of the frets, some cleaning of the fretboards, and some conditioning of that fretboard. And I did replace the strings that came on it with high-quality strings, in my case, Diodario NYXLs. And while doing that, I gave it a proper setup. None of this is particularly hard, and if you deal with a good shop, they can actually do all of this for you ahead of time. I decided to take it on myself, because I was committed to learning the banjo, and it took me about an hour to get it all configured to my liking, with intonation taking the most time, because I was learning to intonate a banjo for the first time. It's a fun and relaxing instrument, and there are plenty of tutorials as well as proper lessons available. There are even books, like Banjo for Dummies. Perhaps consider giving the banjo a try. I hope that this short episode has helped answer any questions you might have about the banjo, but always feel free to send an email or post a comment. I read and respond to all of them. As always, thank you very much for listening. 
Please subscribe to the articles and the podcast so that you get notified when a new one is posted. For the podcast at thatguitarlover.com, I'm Ross Chevalier, and until next time, peace. Thank <laughs> you.